0: Hey everyone, this is Chris and uh sorry about the little static there, just providing some context uh, for the episode. So originally this was a longer episode uh, where we ended up talking about some serious stuff and then what you're about to hear um, with the, the awesomely fun geeky stuff uh, where we're looking at. Uh, spider-man no way home I think we even talk about the Batman a little bit um, but then the future x-men films and and a bunch of other geeky things along the way um, but so if if it seems like the episodes starting in the middle of a conversation kind of is uh, afterwards both Christian and I weren't thrilled with how the first half of the episode was we both felt we could do it better Um as we've done on this podcast, we've been like, hey, um, audio reboot, tonal reboot. And we weren't satisfied with the tone in the first half. Um, and we were like, we could do this better. We could do this in a way that's uh, more concise and more respectful and and all that jazz. Um, not that there was anything disrespectful about it, but you know when you're in your head about something? That's basically me right now. I'm in my head about it. Um So we were just like, you know what, let's keep the back half because we were going to split these episodes in half anyway. Uh, So instead of two, you're getting one and you're getting a very nice and light one um, looking at various geeky films. Um, Hope you enjoy. Hope you're having a wonderful day and looking forward to dropping the next episode uh, for you in a little bit. Take care, be safe and enjoy.
1: All right, so, mm. sir, yeah. you saw No Way Home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I liked it. I, you caught me like a month after I saw it or something. I, I mean, I, when I first watched it, I watched it like three times in a row. It was really good. Um,
0: I didn't know. You You just told me the other day yeah, that you watched yeah. it. Yeah. I had been silent on it's, it for Okay, you. well, what do you think? <laughs> Well, I've done like two podcast episodes about it. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I am. Um Yeah. Um Garfield, your favorite? He steal the show for you.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I, well. <laughs> yeah, he was so funny. Um, I think he was the best actor in that entire movie, out of everyone. Um I really love the scene where he appears and he's talking to Zendaya or MJ um she's like do the do the the crawling thing like on the ceiling he's like no I'm not I'm not doing that right <laughs> um um she throws like the bread at him and she's like what? didn't why didn't your tingly thing work he's like it, it works just not for bread and she goes to the, he's like please don't throw it again and then she uh she throws it and he's like you're a deeply mistrusting person and i respect that (laughs) it's it's so funny like that whole scene was really really funny and you know i really enjoyed um toby Maguire. like i i I thought he did a a great job as like an elder spider-man and uh yeah
0: when the when the acting like when the dramatic isn't weighing on him Mm -hmm. i find he does he he was great in that where it's just like hey you Little bits of drama, but you're mostly like, hey, I'm here to guide you along the way. I'm the mentor kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He he was awesome. He was but he also didn't. He had the least acting to do of all three. And that worked out beneficially because he's the worst actor of all three. <laughs> yeah. I- no, I'm not that... I'm not trying to slam him. Like, I, I, I realized how hard that <laughs> No, like, I realized that that sounds like, that's not, to, that's, that's not to be like, oh, he's a terrible actor. But it's just like, in comparison to Garfield, he doesn't have the range that Garfield or Holland have. Like, and I'm not even just talking in, in Spider-Man movies. I mean, in any other movie he's been no. in, he hasn't been, I don't find he does he connects as much to a role or brings the drama or the believability or that emotional connectivity to the role as well as either of Holland or Garfield. Uh, and then to, yeah, do a Spider-Man pick on thing. When Toby cries, you're like, ah, stop it. But when Garfield, when Garfield or Holland cry, you're like,
1: too, mm-hmm. like I want to give you a hug. Dude, I love <laughs> like, that scene where he, uh, where he he talks about losing, um, where where Holland talks about losing uh, Aunt May, and mm-hmm. and Garfield goes to like empathize with him. He's like, you wouldn't understand. I I tried to save her. There's nothing I could do. And then, and the way Garfield. Put he acts his ass off with a single look, <laughs> like, like the, just yeah. the look he gives him. There's so much in that look, and I'm like, dude, this guy's the best actor in this movie for sure, man. Just everything he conveyed with a look, like I don't think, and and I don't know. I, I thought Holland was okay. I think there was a few. There's a decent amount of scenes where I'm like, man, you could just. If you just deliver that line a little bit like different, or if you you put a little more emotionless, or or there's just a few things, uh, scenes where I'm just like, I don't know, man, he could have. I don't know if it's just a subjective thing where he just could have done differently and it would have been better for me, or there was something more he could have done in specific scenes. But just yeah, little lines the way they're delivered. If I'm being nitpicky, right? If really getting into the nitty gritty. Right. Um, but yeah, there's, I can't think of. No, I can't think I can't of, think of up, anything
0: man. from his performance. I really actually where I have really, really enjoyed his performance. Um, like the most what might have been the uh, the Aunt May death scene, mm. just because he he sold that just because they were it happened in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> like she got you you they did the build up you knew it was happening mm. but still I like that they played it almost like the with great power comes great responsibility and it looked like she was about to say more and it's like you're just talking to this person and then suddenly she's gone mm. how he acted in that scene was really good mm. uh you could buy that rage and that he might lose it when he was when he was battling Defoe at the end Defoe was awesome in this movie like in my original in my original ocr episode about it i was like i'll always compliment willem dafoe as the as the green goblin um like he was the he was the best part of that movie but it's been so long since i've actually been able to enjoy the performance because to enjoy the performance i have to watch the movie and I hate that movie, so I don't watch it. So I don't get to enjoy the performance. So here I was like, "Man, I get to enjoy the performance
1: and like the movie. This
0: is awesome." He, I don't, man. I don't
1: know. I I felt like there was a few. I, I just he was. I, I I think he deliberately He delivered the lines a little like there. There was just this goofiness to his character. I felt. That I, well, I felt was like, I, like the way he smiled. I'm like, it's almost not scary. It's just kind of funny. Like he look, he looks dumb. Like he looks like a simpleton. Well, right? <laughs> like
0: his his like, and that's the thing from the the Toby movies. Like they are inherently hammy. Like, and it's like Willem Dafoe is hamming it up, but in the right way. Where I'm like, you know, it's not like Willem Dafoe at his craziest. Mm. Where it's like, there's that meme where it's just like him, like. In the back of the cab or whatever, yeah. where you're like, you are horrifying. Um, But like it did, he did do a bit where you're like, you, he had that menace to him that had been like, that's also something that I was like, this has been lacking from the other Spider-Man movies. They've done the other two once. ones. They've done a great job. They did a great job with uh, Mysterio and their version of the Vulture, where it's like they've to a degree, humanized them, but they're still clearly the bad guys. It's not like, oh, super sympathetic villain Then we'll feel sad when you die or when you get caught. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you explain your motivations well. We and your performers are good. So we like you. But then Defoe's villain was like, this is a throwback to even though there's some motivation, like he is evil, like he is just straight up evil. And I was like, Holland Spider-Man hasn't, really fought someone like that yet no
1: and i like and i liked that i did yeah, i like that. that too yeah yeah i just felt like there's his there's a, a lot of expressions that his face made or i just wanted to laugh like it just it was i understand he's going for like menacing but i'm like you look goofy bro you're like you, you just his, his face wasn't doing it and and but I really like that point, yeah. Where like Holland, like it is, he, Holland is like a fish out of water in that respect. Where it's like you, you haven't dealt with someone this like this evil, right? And yeah, um, when when there, but there's one, there's a few like there was some fight scenes where I'm like, that physically doesn't make any sense. Like, like there's one where he like he they drop through like three or four floors and like you you had like maybe three or four feet of like. Hitting the floor and all of a sudden you're dropping through every floor, like what did they both gain like a ton of mass like out of nowhere like are, are they are they the 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 mass of a black hole for like this one scene where they fall <laughs> and then they land on the ground floor and all of a sudden all that mass is gone right they don't like just cave the building in on itself like I don't understand what's happening so there's a few scenes like that where I'm like you guys didn't have enough drop to drop through four floors. You 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 had about six feet, and then all of a sudden, like uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of oomph
0: in that power bomb. All right, I, like. I guess, right. Like I could,
1: <laughs> it, I'm like, it would just take a little bit of altering the animations of, of when he like came down on him, right, to show that like maybe he used boosters in his feet or something to like boom, to get that like well, force down, right?
0: I think something they did with the like the Goblin serum did enhance uh, enhance his strength. So but it's it didn't not enhance like, his
1: mass, like his density, right? Like he didn't become like extremely dense. I don't know, like unless he, unless it's a power he has where he can just, just make himself dense like a black hole without changing form in any way whatsoever. <laughs> it's just little things like that where I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, bro. Like I mean, it's cool. It's a cool concept. I mean, you could have easily made it make sense, like without any like it, it's. There's so many things. I, I it, it might it might have just been a style
0: over substance thing at that. moment. I
1: know, man. But I, I'm just like I don't know, dude. Like there's so many things in movies like that where I'm like. You can make this make sense. Like, this doesn't have to be ridiculous. Like, you just literally... Like, Tom and I were talking... To- oh, man. Tom and I had a really good conversation about um, about uh, Batman versus Superman and, and Man of Steel and stuff. And I, I know that there was always, like, this drama around Man of Steel or, or the Superman movies where people are like, this isn't Superman. This isn't the Superman I know. He's letting people die and stuff like that. And I'm like... And it, it, for me, like, I, I was just always like, I don't know, this movie seems all right. I don't know what you're talking about. And, and I saw the scene where, like, Superman, he has a, like, a tanker thrown at him, right? Like a truck, tractor trailer. And he just flies up and flies in between this. Sp- he just slowly moves between the space, between the, 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 uh, the cab and the, the trailer. And the, the truck hits a building behind him and just explodes. And the building looked like it was, like, evacuated or already destroyed anyway. So it didn't really matter. It was just, like, a cool, contrived scene. But the, people were saying there's a lot of, like... Like, okay, so I get it. If it's a new Superman, right? He hasn't really fought before. He doesn't... He's not as good. He's not as experienced, right? Zod and the other two come and then they start messing up the planet. And so he's not as good at stopping destruction, right? Um... And I I could get that. I can get behind that. All right. Fair enough. Right. And, but what I would have loved to have seen and, and would have made everything make more sense, like both movies, like the entire concept is if he showed any regret or like any, like, oh damn, I messed up. I can't be doing this anymore. Like, this is something I have to like learn. Like, this is a lesson I'm learning. Right. Where he's just like, and Tom described an amazing scene. It was so intuitive to me. I was very impressed where he's like, yeah, what about at the end? where maybe you have superman like floating right in the sky and the camera's like uh like it's zooming into him right like onto like like or coming up from his feet to his chest yeah and you don't hear anything at first but then you start hearing sirens and screaming and all this stuff and it pans out to see his face and he's just like you can see on his face he's like oh man i did this right or i didn't prevent it or i like i i was i was a part of this and just to have that sort of you don't even have to explicitly say it. Just be like, have him show some sort of, like, I'm learning from this. There's, there's remorse here. I messed up. And then, you know, then you don't need the Martha scene. You could just you could just be like, you could just have Superman be like, hey, dude, I messed up. I know I messed up, dude. I did not mean to do that. Like, I'm different now, right? Or have a scene where, like, he demonstrates to Batman, like, oh, crap, he has learned that he's, he can't just go around, like, letting everybody die and stuff like that, right? Like... It would have been so easy, Chris. You just add in, like, a 30-second scene at the end of the movie. That's it. That's all you need to do. And there's so many movies where I'm like, dude, you could have made this make sense. Like, it's almost like, I, I don't Like, it would have taken no effort whatsoever at all, right? Instead of, like, having Goblin drop on Spidey from, like, six feet above, maybe make it 18 feet. Maybe he, like, he could. He knows he's on that floor. He's coming from the outside, and he comes through the roof, lands on him. Then you can say, oh, he had enough force to go through every floor on the way down, right? It's just... I these people it's a million dollar multi-million dollar movies like come on <laughs> like <laughs> i don't understand but yeah yeah what do, you, what do you what do you what do you think about the batman versus superman thing because i know that you're like this i know you're in the camp of like this isn't superman like this isn't what superman does like
0: um yeah yeah i and it sucks because i uh, like as much as uh i'll jokingly, somewhat jokingly, uh, be mean on the Snyder Bros. uh, Just because everybody is like, restore the Snyderverse. I'm like, guys, it wasn't good. Just let's let's move on Um, (laughs) like I get that you like it. That's fine but it wasn't good. Let's move on. <laughs> restore restore
1: crap? What, are going to make it a wetter crap? Like, come on,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, well, did you watch the Snyder Cut? No, and I don't, like, I will. I will at some point, but I'm like, that's not going to magically make Batman Superman good. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry. But the Snyder Cut of the Justice League isn't going to undo the mess, uh, like, the mess and the mistakes that happened in the earlier movies. It just, it will, f- sure, it sets up on story potential that uh, that were set up but that doesn't undo the mistakes. Yeah. Um as for the scene at the end I would have loved it. Um that's actually something like even seeing the theatrical cut of Justice League um <laughs> like when Superman came back first thing he did aside from choking Batman and being like do you bleed uh was saved people. And I was like yes, friggin that's Superman. Yeah. And it was such a departure from Superman Returns was what it was. But one of my favorite scenes in it is he goes up in the like he goes up in the air. It's after like he's just up in the up air atmosphere and all he's hearing is the cries for help. And everything. And this is after he's had the conversation with Lois and Lois like wrote her article like, the world doesn't need Superman. We don't need a savior. We don't need you. We're better off without you. And it's kind of like, you you wrote your article saying the world doesn't need a savior. Then why do every five seconds I hear someone crying out for one? Mm. like? And that was so much about Superman where he immediately then flies That Like it was a cool action scene in the movie and it ended up like bullets bouncing off a guy trying to shoot him in the eye and the bullet bounces off the eyeball, which was, (laughs) yeah. But then later as like new crypto, like the, the kryptonite crystal Island is forming and lifting and it's causing earthquakes and that like Superman's flying around saving so many people in the city where I'm like, even if you just did little stuff like that hmm. throughout Man of Steel, I think that would have like Cavill. I think is an amazing Superman. Yeah, yeah. He just hasn't had the chance no. to to be the ba- like the Superman he's been given. He's knocked out of the park. But if you were to give him the um like the classic Superman dude would like oh, unquestionably he'd kill it dude would dude would he'd yeah. kill it um like people had issue with the next snap i'm like i didn't because superman doesn't like superman has killed in the past it's a rarity he will only do it when necessary and i think with snyder like his whole thing of like okay to save lives i have to end one because this guy's being crystal clear like i won't stop until they're all dead mm. where it's like okay but that also, like, the next snap I was fine with. Um, but it's also been like, bruh, like, even though not directly through your action, you're in fights and you're not saving people. Or also, like, as they threw the truck, was somebody in the truck? Did he try to save the driver? Yeah. Did he just sidestep as the truck flew into the building? Yeah. Like, all this collateral stuff where it would just been nice to, if they did. I get it, where it's almost like Superman returns. They Man of Steel was in a way in response to that, mm-hmm. where that was a 1970s movie in 2005, um, and that was it. Like I enjoy it for what it is, but it, it didn't work for that reason. Mm-hmm. So it's all, now it's like okay, we're we're gonna do Superman in a post Iron Man, but more in particular a post Dark Knight world, where we've got to have it be a little
1: grounded and, Darker. Yeah.
0: we've got to have it be grounded we and some of those aspects are really cool and interesting yeah like superman when he takes off having pebbles oh, lift that, that, that's awesome that was the
1: most hype scene i've ever seen in any movie dude like that that thing got me i was like this movie's going to be the best superman movie ever made this is going to like it, it, well and then
0: and then for me it's like seeing that
1: that's awesome the
0: flight looked like him flying around looked awesome the us government not automatically trusting him consistent and awesome yeah. But the rest of the stuff, yeah, I mean, like, like, I I would have liked to see him save like the scene you're talking about. That would have been great. It would have been more difficult for like it would have been more difficult for Batman to take the position that he had, which well, on his trailers or someone pointed out that should have just been Lex Luthor. Like you apply all of Batman's logic in Batman Superman yeah. to Lex Luthor and it makes perfect friggin' sense. Yeah, well, isn't there like a
1: comic precedent for Batman having that opinion of, of Superman? Isn't there something in the comics um, where like Batman has taken that stance?
0: It's, it's more so in the times Batman's been. Uh, it's Batman in general, Batman's got levels. Like there's an excellent issue called tower. It's a story called tower of Babel where it was, someone hacked the back computer and then they were syst- systematically taking down the justice league. Um, but it was all, they were using all of Batman's measures yeah, in case the league went rogue. Yeah. Like, cause that's Batman's like, nah, we can't have power unchecked. Like, yeah, Superman's good for now, but he's susceptible. He's been mind controlled in the past. Mm. And if he goes rogue of his own free will, Um, Like, we need to have something set in motion for that. And, I mean, Batman, Superman, heavily borrowed from Frank Miller's um, Dark Knight Returns um, in terms of the, the bat suit, the Batmobile, the characterization of Batman, Batman murdering people. Uh-
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, Oh, I want to like, well, so the head, the, the neck snap thing, like again, like that would have, I don't understand people who are, who have an issue with that. Like, it's like, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess like, I get it. Like I, I would have an issue with it, um, as well, but like, it's like, that's sort of the least of the the worries right here. That makes them, that's the, the, the death that makes the most sense because, like it, if it, you can't even get to that point without addressing like all of like not having set up that Superman is in like his number one top priority is not is making sure nobody gets killed. Right. And well, yeah, I think I think that's the thing. Like people were upset with it where it's like, man, the Superman didn't save
0: anybody. And then he out, uh, outright murders somebody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's um, like, it's it's like OK, the murder would be justified. But I think it would be it's I think it's justified either way, obviously. Right. But I think it would be far, far more poignant if we saw him struggling to save people and like every like at least have like have people be murdered have him try to save like maybe try to stop a building while like two others fall down and he's just like and just have scenes like that happening over and over again where you you, yeah you um you you slam it into people's minds right you you where it's like hey he is he's trying and failing desperately like to save people and it's not necessarily because of the the um maybe it's not necessarily because the the uh the enemy is so powerful but it's also because of his own inexperience right like the, yeah. you should have shown that to people and then when you have like him finally at the end like like it have you know have ties between like oh uh, my my origin my family these are my my species these people are from my planet also i'm trying to save everyone like have these things uh, as themes throughout the movie so when you get to a point where he has to kill like what are the only people left from his planet it's but it's both it's super poignant because a he he's trying his damnedest not to kill anyone, and we've demonstrated that we've shown that this is the type of person he is, and b we've shown that he desperately uh, wants to to connect with something or someone from his home world in some way, right? So, killing Zod or whatever is is a is a tragic <laughs> that's not just. That's not just Jarrell Clippy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's so killing him would is just, it, it would be so much more poignant at that point, right? And then have this scene at the end where he's just, or, or, you know, I don't know, but just like demonstrate it, man. Demonstrate that like he's inexperienced. He doesn't want anyone to die. Like that's his main focus above anything, right? Like, and, and it's going to devastate him to lose people or to not be good enough yeah. to be able to save them. And, and then you don't need the Martha thing. You don't need like, you don't have any, anybody saying, hey, this isn't actually Superman you don't have any of that stuff like it would have been so easy chris like <laughs> yep. say, that's it that's it that's all i gotta say about that <laughs> yep
0: and this is why we don't want the snyder verse to continue
1: <laughs> yeah i want i want more Cavill, but not more snyder yeah and I think I
0: saw uh, sorry. It just reminded me. I think I saw like someone did a parody of like the credits for Man of Steel, mm. and <laughs> it was like, and Russell Cl- Crowe as Clippy. I was mm-hmm. like, yep.
1: yeah, he's a friggin' yeah. USB <laughs> he's drive. Just... He's Clippy. <laughs> he's Clippy.
0: <laughs> like the whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, Jarell is Clippy. This is awesome. That's true. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it is. That's all I got. <laughs> um, not and man, it's one of those like. Yeah. It's a missed opportunity movie. Um, at some point, like I haven't done it yet. Uh, and you'll get, and listener, I guess you'll get a little behind the scenes preview. I just have no idea when I'm going to do it, but like on OCR, I do my unmade series. I've done Batman unmade. I'm going to be doing Superman unmade probably soon. Mm um, I will be doing uh, one on Star Trek with my brother, Dave. And also, I'm glad you enjoyed the stuff I did with Dave, man. That was awesome. That, that was such a nice comment to read the other day. Um, so thank you for that. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, there will be more Cook Bros stuff coming. Um, but at some point, I'm like, what would be a fun episode to do? But it's also really daunting because of how many projects is I'm like, I kind of just want to do DC Unmade. Mm. Cause since especially since the DC EU started, like do you know how many bloody projects they've announced that haven't
1: gone anywhere? <laughs> oh a lot. Yeah, yeah. They're very bad at business <laughs> from what I could tell. And like and we've been through this before. I think I've said this on this podcast, if not yours, where I'm like your only competitor is giving you a roadmap and like like it's like, hey, here's here's the ABCs to success. And and DC looks at it and they're like, pish posh. And they just toss it over their shoulder. Like, we're going to do everything randomly and with no actual coherent structure. And no, like, it's it's just so, it's such, I don't like. And for me, the adding on that
0: frustrating blueprint is it's like they've got a blueprint from within their own studio, from when they did their cartoons on how they could have done this better. Hmm. Like I've said se- like I've said before, I think you could have launched like I don't think you need to do seven solo movies before a Justice League movie. I think if you you can do a not a Batman versus Superman one, but Like the Justice League cartoon was launched off of Batman, the animated series and Superman, the animated series like Batman and Superman always going to sell. If they're in the movie, people will go. Mm. Now you just give us a reason to love those two, which when you're doing it right, isn't hard um, and get us hooked on those other five characters. So we will want to go see the Aquaman solo movie. So we will want to go see a Martian Manhunter or a Cyborg solo movie. Yeah. Like the Justice League cartoon launched as a team cartoon, but the Batman animated series and Superman animated series had already been established. If those guys are in the movie, you don't necessarily need to, to. If they're nervous about taking the chance, especially after the bomb of Green Lantern, If they're nervous about it, then it's like, okay, then do what you
1: did with your bloody cartoon shows, man. Like launch off (laughs) of Yeah, I feel like they, like, obviously, okay, so they, I think the biggest issue, uh, and I don't know what their motivations are, but like, you know, after the fact, you can just sort of say this seems to be the case, um, is that they don't have enough patience, right? They don't have enough, like, like, you know, with Iron Man, you know, you got three movies, before, or I assume as you got three, didn't he get three movies from the Avengers or was it two? Um, two, two. Okay. And only one was good. Oh, well, I'm not um, going to, I'm not getting into that right now. So I, uh, <laughs> but I feel like, you
0: know, be, although the bad one did give
1: us an awesome war machine. So anyway, Batman versus Superman could have been the end of, of both trilogies for, for the characters. Right. And that could have like, like, you know, the the first two movies, the third movie they do together. And then that splits off into justice league. Right. Um, but I was thinking like, you know, within the first two movies for each of them, you get the flashes in one or, or, um, Aquaman's in one and you, you get introduced to these characters through, you know, they need their help for some reason in some way. Right. Or like, it's just like, or, um, like you start getting little Easter eggs or, or little, uh, breadcrumbs leading you to the inevitable, like justice league movie. Right. Um, and they could have done that where it's like, you know, all of a sudden the flash is talking to the Batman and be like, Hey man you know something's gonna happen right we got it like i need your help and he's like who, who the hell are you where'd you come from and then you get little things like that right where they just they add they pepper them in and sort of like build up to um to like a either a culminative third movie where where you do get the batman versus superman and then they dispel that conflict they join forces and you get the justice league next or they each get three movies and then the fourth movie would be justice league or something like that right but like i really feel like they never spend enough time just building up Um, a character or or like because they always it always feels like they can't explore the character in the manner in which they should or they can't treat the character properly because they're always more concerned with like the team-up movie or the next movie or something like that right or and it's like dude just give like you you that's why you can't afford to to make superman the superman that he should be that's why you can't afford to make batman the batman that he should be because you're not you're not like it's just you're throwing everything at the wall and just trying to build up this, this, this yeah, anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think that like the DCEU up to justice league, I think with the exception of, yeah. Cause wonder woman came after justice league, um, like her solo flick, mm-hmm. um, like it is the mito, it, it is, it's a mitocosm of all the negative aspects of phase one, uh, from the MCU where, and, and some stuff that's, what did seep in a little bit into, into phase two Um, where it was all about, like, there was so much like, Hey, we got to set up the next and the next and the next that it didn't actually give the reason that you were there enough time to breathe. Mm -hmm. Like I pick on Iron Man two because Iron Man two was like, all right, well, we got to do all this setup for, for Avengers and we got to get this in and this in and black widow and this in and this in. And then in that movie, you're like, Tony Stark almost dies and he creates a new element and neither are ever addressed again. <laughs> like, that's the breakneck pace that it goes through with, but not even the good breakneck pace where you're like, oh, man, I'm along for the ride. You're like, why aren't we? Oh, oh, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude created a new element. <laughs> like, Or same thing with uh, Thor, the Dark World, where it's like, hey, we got to start setting up or Avengers Age of Ultron had the same issue where like, all right, we got to set up. They we got to introduce the new characters, but we got to set up like a civil war and then everything where Batman Superman, you could argue is like four or five movies in Mm -hmm. one. Like it's not even just to sit like it it, it doesn't even work as just like a standalone Batman versus Superman movie because it's like, hey, we're trying to be Man of Steel, too, but we're not giving enough time trying to be set up the new Batman, but we're also not giving enough time. And we're trying to set up. Justice League for Justice League, but we're not going to give that enough time. And we're going to make Lex Luthor really, really weird and try to set him up for stuff instead of focusing on him here in the now. And then we're going to try to set up for this with Deathstroke at the end. And, 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 and yeah. like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just like, dude, there was like five movies in mm. there and you gave none of them their due time. And so what you just get is this giant mess. Now, honest trailers will, will point out like, Hey, Batman, Superman and civil war came out at some of the same times. Uh, like some of the villain solutions and the plans were ridiculous enough and r- Involved some of the same jumps of logic. But the difference as a viewer <laughs> for one of those is like, yeah, but Civil War spent the time with them <laughs> so you could follow through. Mm-hmm. Batman Superman's like, I've known this Superman for like two and a half hours. I've known this Batman for the for the for the 30 minutes that he's been here so far. And I know that this Lex Luthor like shoving candy awkwardly in people's mouths when they don't want it. Like, what are we doing here? Mm. Um, and sure. The, the director's cut or ultimate cut or whatever the hell, because there was like five different cuts of it. Um, that added like an hour of screen time, like did answer some of those questions, but still mm. it's still like, bruh, if you're, if you've got a three hour movie already, that's too busy and then your studio's like hey we're too busy we're gonna cut down a further hour maybe you could look at like one of your many many plot threads that you you don't need (laughs) like you, you set it aside like maybe you don't need to have hints of Flash and Aquaman like Wonder Woman showing up is a tease enough like that shows that there's a wider universe like you don't need to have Aquaman show up on screen on a digital screen. Um, You can just have Justice League show up where Batman being a detective has heard rumors of this and he's got this sense of things coming. So he's out of recruiting and he's like, I'm going to chase down these myths because up for a while. Everybody thought I was the like a myth, a thing of fiction.
1: <laughs> so, so you agree that if there probably would have been better to have a, like a Batman solo movie or two before they fought, or like at least a whole other Superman movie for Superman.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think. uh Yeah, it, it, like as much as I am always gonna like, despite my my apprehension mm. towards say the Batman, uh, but that's just because like Batman's hit or like Batman's movies on the big screen are a grab bag of quality. Mm-hmm. Um, like as a Batman fan, of course I'm always going to want more Batman, but I think in this case, the story needed more. It needed more Superman. I think you can start this story with Zack Snyder's Batman with where he mm-hmm. is. I don't think he needs a full movie. Mm-hmm. That's actually something I kind of liked with, the the dcu the lived in quality where it's like okay hey we don't have like stuff has already happened if we if you still show me those stories that's great but when you're starting at a point where say jason todd is dead that means like okay we can get a story with dick grayson as nightwing we can still get a story with tim drake as robin and we can You can do through flashback, Jason Todd dying. Like that give it's not the all right, well, for Robins and not to piss off the fans, we gotta start with Dick Grayson and Mm -hmm. then make our way down.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I just feel like like, you know, Marvel's They they just did not want to do the work. No, yeah, exactly. Marvel's incredibly successful. If you just follow what they did, you'll be as successful too. It's super simple, right?
0: Well, and I think even like even as we've discussed, I think if you would put like if If you had been slower in your approach, it was almost like, hey, we just want to get to the goods where people were willing. Like, I remember at the time people were like, oh, hey, it's not Batman. It's not an origin story. And oh, wow, Robin's dead. Like people were excited by that aspect. And it's like, you can do that. I think you can do the lived in quality. But the thing was, it was like, hey, we're going to do the lived in quality, but we're not going to do any story with it. We're just going to try to jump to the reward part. And it's like, nah, you still you still have to take your time with some stuff. Uh, Because, yeah, Batman and Superman will always sell. But there's a difference between like them making their traditional money and them making their less than traditional money yeah like uh, i remember when they ended amazing spider-man on two they were like this is the least successful it's like yeah but the least successful spider-man movie is still a highly grossing highly successful movie like let's not let's not beat around the bush like it's still made bank Hmm. like batman and superman will always make bank but they'll make the most bank when they're good
1: yeah 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 um yeah they definitely should have put more time in and done those movies just follow the marvel rubric man it it works you're super you you have a bunch of superheroes they have a bunch of superheroes they put like like i don't it just doesn't make any sense to me that they wouldn't just like hey that like our only like again i'm just gonna i'm gonna say this every every effing time because it it just (laughs) our competitor our only literally our only competitor on the entire planet has has shown how to do how to successfully um basically create a pantheon of movies without all their characters And each movie is almost, like, more successful than the last, right? And they're just getting more and more popular, and they've been doing it for, like, I don't know, two decades now. Maybe maybe there's something there. Maybe there's, like, maybe we should just do what they did because it's so clearly successful, right? Like, I I don't understand. Just anyway, anyway, I want to move on to to the Batman. Um, Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to know what you... uh, I mean, I guess the only thing I want... There's only one thing I want to talk about, really. Yeah. Um, The deleted scene with have n't watched it okay oh uh, well son of a I, I don't understand how we're supposed to do a podcast talking about this stuff if you don't watch any of it chris okay you didn't tell me Every, everyone and <laughs> their cousin who likes any of this stuff should have seen it okay so barry Kion, which is a, yeah a, like the dumbest pronunciation of the way to spell that name i don't understand so barry Keane again i i can't get over it um he plays uh, the joker right and it sucks that you haven't seen it because like I, I'm going to talk about it, so because <laughs> I want to so badly. I, I just I, I for me I was like lay it on me. Yeah, okay. So like for me I'm like, hey, we don't need another Joker interpretation. Okay, give it like give it a few years to cool off. We've had a few. Um, like any like I mean, Joaquin came closest to to Ledger in terms of like in my opinion of like how dope this joker is um or how like interesting or how fascinating or intriguing they are as a character um i hated leto's version even even the version he did in like the the future version like with the long hair and he's not as whatever didn't like that either don't like leto didn't like he, that version. He, he had the damaged removed from <laughs> yeah it's, it's oh so he just he got tattoo removal while the world was ending cool Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so so I didn't like Leto's version. I don't think most people liked it either. Uh, but yeah, so it, Barry Kion reminded me far, far too much of Ledger. Like it, it felt like he was just doing a Ledger light. Like he even had, and I know the guy, like, I don't know if you've seen the the, the composite, right? Or like his face or like, um because they, they had parts of his face showing, but someone like digitally recreated it with like each part that they showed um, separately. Okay. Um, and he has a lot of prosthetics, right? So, uh, we all know that like Ledger, um, his, his excuse for the, the lips, the lip thing, the lip smacking thing was because he wanted to keep the prosthetics wet, right? And keep them stuck to his face. Um, but this guy did the same thing. And I'm like, it's probably the same thi- issue where he has so many prosthetics. He has to like, make the lip smacking sound type thing, but he does that and he does, it's very Ledger-esque. And I'm just like, dude, Dude, we don't need this. Like, th- th- we don't need this guy doing it. We we don't need this type of performance. We don't need the Joker. Like, I I I think Joker's is. We've been un- inundated with Jokers. Give it like five years. G- give give enough time for someone to come up with something a little more original, something to, just, to, to really grip you, right? Like, I, I wasn't gripped in the same way like when I saw Joaquin make his transformation in the washroom. I wasn't gripped in the same way when you finally got a, a glimpse of actual Ledger doing his shtick, right? Like, I wasn't gripped. Like, there's a feeling that you get from a good Joker performance that I didn't get from Leto or, or Kion, right? Um, and I'd be far, far more interested in seeing Mr. Freeze. I want to see a gritty, like, the gritty, realistic... Yes, I want to see that. I, I want to see Mr. Freeze done right because I think I think um, uh, Reeves it's Reeves right Matt Reeves I think he could do I'm really down with his vision and I think he could do an amazing um, uh, Mr. uh, Dr. Freeze
0: I so here's what I I will say Um, I didn't see the deleted scene I have seen a little bit of dude's performance Hmm. um, because he's nope 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 nope
1: oh he's in the movie yeah i know there's yeah Uh, yeah 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 he he, he has like a line or two in the movie. yeah
0: yeah and out of that line or two i was like i was interested Mm. just because with that it was almost like the um their characterization is like there is the there is the cackling and it does remind me a bit of ledger but it also my understanding it also is uh Like, when asked about that, it was like, no, there's an actual mental health condition where it's like, you just laugh. Yeah. Like, when you don't want to, when, like, no matter what. So it's like, that's.
1: Even you and I do it out of nervousness when we say stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: it's, you know? Yeah. So, like, out of the little bit I saw, and then coming out of the movie, I was like, okay, you know what? Going into the movie, I would have been like, I'm not here for it. I'm not interested, mm. but coming out of the movie, I want to see more of Matt Reeves, Batman. Um, I do want to see his take on, like, I, I'm, I'm curious on what he like, what he would do with the Joker. Now I don't want them to rush it. Mm. Cause that's like, that is the thing. The Joker is always going to be the go-to be it studio mandated or someone else, just because so many great, like, don't get me wrong. There are a bunch of great, amazing Batman stories you have without the Joker, but there's also so many great Batman stories with the Joker that would translate well to film that people are like, oh, it seems to be the prone to, oh, I could jump to him. And then, of course, merchandising yeah. and blah, 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 but blah, my, blah. My like, hope- the, Joker's, the Joker's got the name recognition yeah. that so many of Batman other villain, uh, other villains don't. Have, don't yeah.
1: Like now, oh, wait, wait. I want to, but I want to see, I want to see, sorry. I want to see the Joker. Like I, I'm fine with a, like a, a a Joker is like the third movie, the culmination. Like he is. Well, that's the thing.
0: I, I I don't I don't see him showing up as the second. No, I don't see him showing up as the second guy. I think goes- I, I'm with you. I'd love, yeah. I'd love a Mister Freeze, especially because Mister Freeze oh, wow, does have. Like there is such a tragedy to his character. Yes. like his motivation is so understandable. And given what it like, I think you'll understand, uh, I think when you see the movie, you'll see how easy that a Mr. Freeze could exist in that world. Yeah, no, I, just from um,
1: what I can gather so far, from, like, seeing, like, the interviews and, like, reviews and, and, and just previews and scenes and stuff like that, I'm like, man, I th- it would be so good to get a Mr. Freeze in this universe, and I think you know, if, if we're putting the Easter eggs in the first one with like Joker talking to Riddler in the cell, you could have more Easter eggs. Maybe Joker could be involved with something like it, maybe he's sort of to blame for a Mr. Freeze's wife. Maybe she's in the kid. And then, you know, maybe Mr. Freeze is like, he's one of those characters. He's one of those sympathetic characters where he's like, I don't want to be doing this, dude. I really like, I don't want to be the villain, but I got to. Right. And then you find out at the end yeah. where it's like, maybe Batman has to kill him or something. Maybe he has to do something. Maybe he has to kill his wife, but, or, or like, and then you find out, like
0: maybe not maybe not kill but uh let die the, the bail approach of like but i don't have to save you yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> stuff like that right
1: but but then it's like so it's all the more tragic but then like and but then batman will be like he'll or he can't or he can't and then he's like i'm getting joker this is it like i'm getting him and 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 then you find out that, like, Joker planned that all along, and he maybe he planned, like, to bust out once Batman failed or, or succeed, Like, whatever happened with Freeze, Joker was going to bust out, right? Like, because he's basically—it con- would be amazing to find out in the third movie that Joker has contrived all of this somehow, right? Or at least he's been aware of and, like, made—you know, he's accounted for certain things because he knows Batman so well. Um— it it would be so fascinating so, to see that come up in the third movie. Here, right? Here's here's
0: something I do want to say to you, just because I'm like, if anybody's going to <laughs> if anybody if anybody's gonna appreciate the joke, I feel like you would. Mm-hmm. Um The Batman, mm-hmm. almost the best way I can describe it is it's like a Tim Burton Batman movie if it was good.
1: Um, (laughs) yeah 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 that makes sense from what i can see and i was talking to tom yeah that makes total sense
0: like and i uh, that that's as somebody who i like the tim burton batman movies yeah but i will also be like the action the action is horrible Mm -hmm. the actions in these are great um but then also it's got that it does have that gothic aesthetic that the tim burton batman movies did but then it also
1: it's not as cartoony right
0: no but it's also it's got that that atmosphere but it also has a bit of that a nolan-esque quality to it where it takes like the two best on-screen versions mm. of this like of this franchise and then coalesces it into if the momentum can keep going then then i'm all for it yeah uh, well,
1: it's just so does batman have an issue in this one with like killing people or or is he is that something he's grappling with or is that like a
0: uh he he uh he doesn't
1: kill anybody but is that something where he's like uh, he
0: i yeah basically he uh what he does say no we don't kill um because at one point catwoman is about to kill somebody he's like if you do this like like no this is like this is the step too far like Mm. this is where it's like once you're doing that you're down that road like so he he won't kill what i love about the batman uh, one of the things i love about it is it's year two um so he's a young like he's a young man uh to the point that there's you can make jokes at the movie's expense uh because there is some Bruce Wayne characterization where it's like all right my chemical romance lay off the goth makeup yeah yeah
1: um, yeah, yeah I guess so yeah yeah
0: where, where it's a little bit like that where it's like you're out of the suit man like take off take di- wipe your face uh, you're a little bit, you're very, very sullen. Like that's where it's a very Tim Burton, Bruce Wayne. Oh, you're rich. What's up? What's up with this? <laughs> oh, no, not like that. Not like you're rich. You can't be, but it's. I'm, no, uh, I am saying it, that. It, yes. <laughs> grow, grow up, dude. You it, aren't not starving. It reminds me, he reminded me of uh, like, it very much like that scene from Tim Burton's Batman, where he's on the date with Vicky Vale hmm. and they're at polar opposite ends of the long table. I could buy that from, bat, yeah, uh, Bruce Wayne. I could believe that. Cause he's, he's very isolated and very quiet where it's almost like a moody and nobody understands me where it's like, all right, talk to, talk to somebody, man. Yeah, man. Um, My apartment's so small, you I start, can't
1: even fit that table in it and
0: I can barely afford rent. Why are you so sad? When, man? You, <laughs> when you start talking to people in this movie, they understand you. Um, I, and then you grow. I, um, it, but
1: well, yeah, so, uh, so I was saying, I was going to say like, if, if there's some aspect of like him trying to like, you know where you where you get that sort of uh similar to superman where you get that sort of
0: well what? towards the towards uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> Not, it, it was the answer no, it, no, though it was the answer um no towards the uh, what like towards the end of the movie yeah. um like he gets uh he basically has to inject himself with um <laughs> testosterone more or less because he like he gets shot he gets shot and he's like he's down and someone's about to murder catwoman uh so he basically ejects himself he, he like hawks up for a minute um but in his rage like he's just, remember that first trailer where they showed yeah, and she's like like Whoa. Batman just
1: yeah
0: punching the guy yeah. and it's just like but in the trailer it seemed to go on so long mm-hmm. like in the movie it goes by quicker That aspect happens later where it's like, Catwoman's looking uncomfortable. Gordon and police are showing up and they're like, dude enough. (laughs) We're we're about to have to charge you for murder. Like you gotta stop. (laughs) Like, so he gets, it's that kind of thing where it's like he's firm in it, but you can also see like if he gives in to that rage like in the moment, or if it's someone or something he cares about that's about to be taken like that's where his snapping point is uh like he um like he almost crossed the line yeah. so I think that they uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they lean into that a bit where he he's firm like no no killing but then it's like they back it up because it's like if he starts to give in to that like yeah I want he'll be earlier we joked about that meme where it's like the guy just walked around slapping and then you cut to a room of everybody knocked over it'd be batman in a room of bodies he would go full punisher and a lot more awesome
1: (laughs) yeah i want to i want to see that's i want to see like mr freeze being like i have to do this i don't want to do this that that like immediately it's poetic immediately it's tragic immediately it sets up a confrontation that like no one wants to be in that's that's beautiful that's artistic that's that is literary gold, right? So you have that, right? Um, and then you have Batman having to do something where, you know, the Joker maybe forces him to not be able to help freeze or something, right? Or, you know, obviously like freeze and Batman are in conflict until maybe Batman realizes something like, Oh crap, he's just trying to help his wife. Maybe I'll help him. Right. And then maybe you have, maybe there's another villain in there like poison Ivy or something where you have like, you know, you have just like a, an annoying source of, you know, an easily defeatable villain. That's sort of annoying things. But then you find out at the maybe end, maybe just for association's sake, we don't have poison. Ivy know, and
0: Mr. Freeze
1: in the same movie. Uh, anyway, I don't, I don't think, I don't think because <laughs> that movie was made as a good excuse to like, maybe if they can write it well and they, with poison Ivy, I don't think, yeah, I just, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. You know, you know what I'm oh, saying. Oh yeah, yeah, no,
0: no, 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 so, no, 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 I, I know exactly yeah, what you're yeah. saying. It's just the joke of like, be like, oh man, we got Bane, Poison Ivy, and this yeah, j- no more Bane. Oh, I don't no. want to see another Bane.
1: I'm, I'm willing to see another Scarecrow, but I don't want to see another Bane. Bane isn't. I, uh- interesting but i actually you no. Know, I, I love i love tom hardy's bane i give me a proper scare um, yeah yeah give, give me a proper a proper scarecrow. Scarecrow. Yeah, i would like to see a proper okay so but i really want to see it where like it's a tragic thing where mr freeze he doesn't want to be doing what he's doing him and batman are in conflict batman realizes like oh crap maybe i should be helping like he realizes he, he gets the full story at some point towards the end right where he's like oh man i'm supposed to be helping this guy so he wants to help him but then through some you know he uh, uh you know joker some machinations through joker he has to kill him or or let him die or he can't save him or something right like something tragic happens like maybe freeze and his wife both die or something like that right and i really want to see batman like like Loses his crap, right? Like I want to see him. I want to. I want to somehow have a thread connect between like Batman saving himself by s- helping Freeze save his wife or something, right? Like or help or saving Freeze. Like I want to see Batman's like identity or or him his salvation attached to that and removed uh, through Joker's plans or something like that, right? So that he in the final movie he's like, I'm coming after you, bro. Like this is it. Like I'm gonna mess you up. Like I'm done. I'm done. I'm done playing with you, bro. Like this is it. <laughs> like um and it just sort of sets up like that that final battle between batman and joker right like yeah that's the only way i would i would want to see another joker done is if it's like set up beautifully through this next movie um yeah yeah
0: well i think joker's definitely going to be a behind the scenes thing like he in a way he reminds me of what ledger was potentially going to be Mm -hmm. uh like you knew he was going to be the big bad again but if he hadn't died, like no one was like, yeah, if I'm making these movies, there's no way Heath Ledger's not going to be there. Like he might be behind bars for a while, but he's still going to be there. We're like, all right. Yeah. Like, so it's he's the Hannibal Lecter behind the scene. <laughs> um, so I, that's almost what I'm anticipating the Joker to be like in whatever the Batman 2 is called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I, I loved the movie. I did not think I'd love it. Um, I honestly don't like this is just now. This is the kind of speculation I'm fine with just because it's it's like random personal stuff. It's not just like, oh, wouldn't it be like this, uh, the, like the fan insert stuff like fan online uh, people have ruined movie speculation talk for me mm. to a degree. Like I went on Instagram and the amount of things, it made me want to shy away from like any talk about multiverse of madness because it's like this extreme rare character confirmed. Oh, it's, it's or, like, the
1: amount of speculation I've seen around that movie. And it's not, it's, it's not totally, um, it's not totally not uh, understandable no, it, because like the nature of the movie, it's like, yeah, all this could technically happen, dude. Like it, it's Yeah. A, it, it it could. It's just like it takes the
0: fun out of it for me, where it's just like, oh, like it, it goes from where things could make sense to like the absurd, mm. where it's then treated with the same level of credence and whatever, yeah. where I'm like, I don't want to play. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to. I like reading the um, series.
1: I just don't like reading people's opinions about the theory. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that could be cool. Or like, maybe they'll make that work. Or if it's not in there, I'm not going to be devastated. But like, then you read like yeah. people's like, like you said, like they're like, oh, this is definitely going to happen. If it doesn't happen, it's going to suck. Or they should never do this. It's going to be bad. Or, it's just like, dude, I'd rather just hear like, Hey, this might happen. Oh, okay, cool. That's an idea I never had. Like yeah. that'd be neat. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Yeah, no, you no. Know?
0: in in the right In the right way, in the right doses. It's or it's like if if it's with a friend, where it's like, I think this is cool, and here's why. I'd be like, all right, sure. Um, but. Um, so with, <laughs> with uh, the Batman, yeah. <laughs> like with the Batman, uh, and now I I'll fully admit I could be a hundred percent wrong. Um, and it's something I do want to talk to you about after I've seen the movie, it was just, there was just something in the movie where my, my take on it is I, I honestly think this Batman, I, I think Batman, uh, Pat, Bats, <laughs> Pat, Man. Pat Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think Batman is going to die. I think he's going to die on screen in his last movie.
1: Whoa. That'd be interesting. Um, just
0: because like, I, I don't like as much as we all want that, like, like people knock the dark Knight rises and I understand why, mm-hmm. but it's also like, Hey, Nolan gave Bruce Wayne a happy ending that he'll, he'll never get in the comics or like, like- he'll start teasing. And then, uh, they'll never do it because it comics are like, nah, it's all, Batman only sells when he's Bruce Wayne. So he's
1: always Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's the only so happening he's ever going to get. Right. <laughs>
0: like, right. Like, so because of that, but there was something, especially with the theme, um, man, uh, I want to, I want to say it, but I don't want to spoil anything for the movie, mm-hmm. but there's just something even, uh, I'll, I'll just say, it, actually, it's more so from the, the theme itself. And then once you've seen it, you and I can talk after, um, where the the Batman theme in this, the score by the way, is one of the best superhero scores in quite some time. It's by Michael Giacchino. Dude's done the Spider-Man from Home's, Star Wars Rogue One, the three Star Trek movies, Cloverfield, uh, the Old Medal of Honor games, um, friggin' the Jurassic. Why am I summing all this up? It's because this guy is an incredibly talented composer who's great at lifting motif and doing references to other people's work without it just being like, Oh, discount John Williams or just like, Oh, here's the same theme. Like, no, he'll take a classic theme. He'll reference it, but he'll expand upon it. He'll make it his own. He does that so much in the score. The score for the Batman is amazing. (laughs) Um, All that being said, like the theme for Batman in this, as much as I love, like the theme from the Nolan ones and the, the Burton flicks like this one is almost in for me, it reminds me in a way of a funeral dirge Um, just when you see it, especially the use of bells, like text me after the movie and I can, I can really explain why, I, why I think it was just something there where I'm just like, okay, I, I would not be surprised. Now, if he doesn't, Hey, awesome. Then keep, keep going on. But just, just, it could be somewhere they could go off of the line of dialogue. And know. especially with the music where I'm like, there's part time are, are of court of
1: court of owls.
0: Um, no, although that would make sense for the, this universe as well. No, no, there's just a line of, there's a line of dialogue at the end of the movie. But if I say, share the line of dialogue, it ruins context. Yeah. It ruins the,
1: yeah, it seems like the movie itself um, is very like goth noir punk. You know, goth punk oh, or smart punk, like it's a very like the combination of both, right? Like and like, oh, it a, is. A funeral dirge and bells and stuff. That all very, it's very fitting for that sort of a. Uh,
0: yeah, you know, it's um, that motif. Also, I, did I use t- that
1: right? That sort of motif. Yes, yes I did it. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll quickly sh- share with you just because I said episodes ago because uh, you hadn't seen No Way Home yet. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's the reset, and I I didn't explain it then, and I was like, I would when you saw the movie. So. When I was referring to almost, I accidentally called it the great reset. Oh, yeah. um, we and then you got <laughs> into that. These
1: damn capitalists. Um,
0: so, but the, with that, in terms of Spider-Man is something that has been a criticism of the Marvel Spider-Man movies is they're like, hey, this isn't like this is a huge part. In some ways, it's comic book. Spider-Man, but in other ways, it's a huge departure. Like, he's got access to Stark tech. He's got access to riches and billions and all that. And at the end of the amazing, at the end of No Way Home, he is potentially a broke person living on his own. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have the Stark support. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have like the Stark suits. He doesn't have the Marvel stuff. He is like he's now on his own In his own apartment without all these riches, he is back to like he has been in a way reset to your like what your factory fresh setting of Spider-Man where it's like now you go on him as like the the like spider mans whose greatest nemesis is poverty
1: um yeah, finally broke, start dating a redhead
0: <laughs> the, the broke like the broke photographer pro- trying to make ends meet and can't make rent because he's off saving the world yeah. like that's what so many people think of when they think of spider-man mm-hmm. and they've gotten peter parker to that point yes. um by the end of No Way Home, and they did it so satisf- yes, d- satisfactorily. Yes, his
1: connection with with Tony and Tony as like a father figure, mentor, and like that growing like into his own, but like he has to shed like the armor. He has to shed all like the accoutrement from like that sort of relationship he had with, with Tony where he's like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving that I'm leaving Tony behind. Like I'm growing and I'm sort of into my own. Like he's, happy doesn't know him anymore. No, he's like a bird leaving the nest sort of thing. Right. Like it's very, it yeah. is very like they did it. So, and this is what I'm talking about. Chris. This is why we need three movies for every superhero. Okay. So we can really get to the- <laughs> oh. I know we're getting a Deadpool
0: three, but I'd also be like, I don't know if Deadpool will say complex enough for a trilogy. I'll watch three Deadpool movies because they'll be fun oh, as shut hell.
1: Built filthy mouth.
0: <laughs> I want to see. I want to see. Uh... I mean, as much as I love Squirrel Girl, I don't think we need a, a trilogy of Squirrel Girl movies no. dissecting Squirrel Girl. I want to see <laughs> what makes Joe Pesci
1: dead? as Wolverine. That's that's what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean him saying bub like it just exists, right like <laughs> he's short he says bub it's what more do you need <laughs> like, hey
0: bub yeah which uh which uh, is it rated PG-13 so then we're getting like home alone Pesci <laughs> whereas he's stabbing people like <laughs> no, no 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 no. we're, we're actually gonna take <laughs> or are we doing Logan Wolverine so it's Pesci Pesci from like casino or whatever yes. where it's just cussing
1: nonstop. Oh yeah yeah it's like a fricka tricker he's like he's just saying every name in the book while he's like stabbing <laughs> this guy it's like <laughs> <laughs> they went old, old man Logan. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that'd be dope. Oh man, I, that's something I want to see. I needed that laugh. That was hilarious. <laughs> I want to see new, uh, new X Men. That's going to be great. New, new Fantastic Four. That's going to be great too. I'm assuming, right? Um, I can't, I can't <laughs> see, wait.
0: That's, that's the thing. I, 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 I I'll say. Uh, with all this stuff, I'm like, you know what? I'm cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for some, I'm more cautiously cautiously optimistic than others. And then the nice thing was the last two times I was that for movies, I was so happily wrong but with that because it was for Spider-Man mm-hmm. and the Batman. Mm-hmm. But just, again, the track records of Spider-Man live action movies being hit or miss and then Batman ones being hit or miss. But I was so pleasantly surprised with both and I loved them both they're both amazing um like both cracked my top three of their respective franchises of Batman and Spider-Man movies like No Way Home is amazing Mm. the Batman is outstanding um there's with Fantastic Four I'm still a little apprehensive just because I think that's a tough that's a very tough nut to crack yeah. because they were so much a product of their time where the happy, like the happy, dysfunctional family. I like they're very much a 60s Brady Bunch family where, yeah, everything's like, oh, hook, hunk- hunkily dorly But no, they're still infighting. They're still bickering and mm-hmm. stuff, but they're. It's when you try to do like, say, a Simpsons tone, like a 90s or an Ultimate tone, it doesn't necessarily work with them, but we're beyond where their initial tone was. So with Fantastic Four, it's a very tough nut to crack where it's like, how can you be true to those characters where they have that? much of a dated feel and story where later they get to the points where you're like, hey, we're on board and they're in sync and they're working. But it's that onboarding process that's going to be the biggest hurdle. So that one, like they've they've tried three times deliberately and all three times haven't worked out. Um, so I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm curious to see, how, like I'm optimistic and I want it to succeed. But that one's where it's like, tonally how how is this going to how are the fantastic four going to work as well they're not it's not like spider-man or punisher or daredevil where it's like the sliding timeline works works as well at least in my opinion i know i've got some friends who are diehard fantastic four friends who are t- fans who will tell me i'm wrong and i'd love I'd, I'd love for them to explain explain because i i want to be more excited for it and it's not that i'm not excited but i'm just like that's going to be the hurdle well, there there are some comic book ones that are going to be the tougher bit to hop over x-men i think is going to be a little bit
1: difficult let me let me talk about the fantastic four there. I was trying to jump in okay so uh, i just want to say sorry. that they i think i feel like marvel's demonstrated <laughs> that they can really handle like mo- like a, lo- a lot of like like team you know team movies like right? ensemble movies right and i think like Especially given the the line they they towed or whatever with um Spider Man, where you have like you know there's like slapstickiness or there is like lightheartedness and stuff, but it is like very like serious and stuff. I think I think they've demonstrated that they can really um what what is it Uh, not tow the line, but like straddle straddle that line right between yeah um and I would just I mean I mean I don't think it's I, I personally don't feel like it's necessary to um you know, be as faithful to like their, their original dynamics as, as maybe in so much as like uh, making it like the way that you, you described. Right. Um, Well, that, so uh, that's why I
0: say the tricky thing is though, Mm -hmm. that's where the fantastic four has always worked the best. It's when they like, even when the ultimate universe was, was popping ultimate fantastic four, Wasn't popping as much like the when Fantastic Four has been like coalescing with everybody else. The best is when they've been the most accurate and most true to who they who they were Mm. so uh, like that that's the difficult guardians guardians was able to be different because like nobody knew guardians basically like even amongst comic book fans like that was a niche one and they switched it up to different ones like that original lineup would have been like who the hell are any
1: of these people yeah I, i feel like if they can do guardians right they could probably do Fantastic Four, right? You know, like I, Well, yeah, that, but,
0: that, like that. That's
1: where I'll give the benefit of yeah. the doubt. Where I'm like, we
0: we live in a post Guardians and Ant Man.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Even the worst Marvel movies out of this whole MCU thing are still like they're not bad. They're not like, oh, I'm never gonna watch that. Oh, no one's saying like this well, is like this is a hot piece of garbage, right? Like I, I've never heard anyone Iron like,
0: Man three. What do you mean? Hmm? Iron Man three. Terrible. Horrible movie.
1: what it is, man. It's fine. No, it's awful. It's It's awful. You're not going to win this. When you're this obstinate, I don't know how I could. You (laughs) (laughs) can't. You treat me like I'm a Holocaust denier right now, dude. (laughs) I. It happened. We're not discussing it. It happened. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I mean, I, I could, I could fall back on the old, the old Chris Cook argument. Was Iron Man three financially successful? <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. But
0: what, what? Even I, even I, even I'll point that out. Yeah. Like something being successful, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Why they're make more, it makes money, mm-hmm. but um, profit does not equate.
1: Quality. No, 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 not, not exactly. No, no, you're right. But I think, I think like, I don't, I don't really see any huge, like, All right, let's do I don't see any huge DC level missteps in the, in the 20 no, years no. of MCUing. Right. So, no. I mean, I have a decent amount of faith that they can do a Fantastic Four, especially given the fact that they've waited so long to do it. Right. I feel like maybe yeah. that's an indication no, no, that they there. I-
0: like, I, I, no, no, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to naysay the movie. Wait, but, I want it. I like these characters. But isn't it's just the.
1: Fantastic Four part of Fox? Like, isn't, or Sony, or like, are, are they owned by? Uh, it was, it was Fox. Oh, so it was purchased recently by Marvel? Oh, yeah. okay. So, okay. So, really, I guess the only other. Wait, so what about X Men? Isn't X Men Fox? Well, now Marvel. Oh, so they purchased X Men as well, right?
0: But. Well, uh, Disney, Disney got everything, and then Marvel got the. The wait,
1: properties. Didn't Disney wait, so D- Disney bought Fox, right? Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> now that I'm realizing I'm like remembering I'm like, wait a minute, wait, yeah, they bought Fox. Wait, so so basically yeah. Spider Man's the only one that's that sort of rented out. Like they don't have legit. Um
0: Yes and no. Hulk as well. Um Hulk that it's why they haven't done any solo Hulk movies. Um because Universal still has a first right to a solo Hulk movie. After all this time yeah that's crazy
1: whoever wrote that contract sucks yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah no no and and of course like and of course they're not gonna let that go because <laughs> like not gonna do anything with the, it whatsoever <laughs> well uh, i mean weirdly though like honestly why would they like they still get money they're still getting their money. They're still getting money from
1: the releases.
0: Yeah. So why would they?
1: Well, if somebody, can, if somebody can just like, if they're like, okay, here, you take Spider-Man. We'll make, we'll take a cut of the profits, whatever. Fair enough. We'll like, rent Spider-Man out to you. That seems like an okay deal. Like, so I don't understand why Universal, like if they're not going to do anything themselves. It, like literally, they don't have to do anything at all. Just say, hey, you can use this and they make money. Like, that's it. That's all they need well, to do, I th- right? I
0: think it's, uh, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've looked into it, but I think it's like, the uh, debatably the amount of profit an incredible Hulk movie would get
1: Mm.
0: like now post MCU would the studio would universal want to be only looking at a renter's fee for that. Like
1: Sony still
0: gets a huge, Sony still gets a huge amount, even though the MCU Spider-Man movies are Spider-Man movies. And the reason the deal almost fell through was because Disney tried to play way too hardball and push for more where it's like, look, you guys went into bankruptcy you based on like idiot decisions at the time <laughs> somebody else made this mess but of course they're not going to let that that golden ticket go
1: yeah i want to uh, what about um so with the hulk i mean again they're not doing anything with him but they it's not like they could like you know they built up the hulk through the mcu so you have mark ruffalo as like that that's how yeah. a lot of people know the hulk but i'm assuming that if universal were to try to do something with the character they can't use mark ruffalo they can't use that version of the hulk they would have to make their own new story that no one's going to be interested in because it's not no, the Hulk they've that, watched for the past 20 years
0: i think the deal is like if it's a solo hulk movie Connected to the MCU or not, it's like pro- I think it's, I can't remember what it was, but I it, or what it is. Um, but it, I the profit and everything goes through Universal, mm. universe like it would be Universal's Hulk in the MCU. Like they they have the right to the character, the characters, um, or at least some of them. I'm not, I'm really not sure how that deal is. That would be in that might be an episode in and of itself. Yeah, like cause trying um, to figure but, out
1: like. Like what if they just took the character? What if they what if they got M- Ruffalo and they took the character and they just made a movie that has nothing? If, if anything, it contradicts things that happen in the MCU and it's just like, well, what do we do now? Right? Like, like they are they allowed to just yeah. be like, no, this is taking place in the MCU, but it has nothing to do with that company? Like Can they, can they do that? Like that's almost like the Sony Marvel approach where it's like,
0: oh, Sony, hey, look, it's like, Michael Keaton. We're connected. Oh yeah, don't <laughs> we're ent- connected. No, we're bro,
1: not. <laughs> bro, that's that's a podcast. Also. <laughs>
0: Also, I loved I loved that in No Way Home, they got just a bit of the venom symbiote left in the in in the MCU universe where I'm like, great, now we can actually get a proper venom. because yes. don't get me wrong. Tom Hardy is acting his butt off. And yet, um, it's doing nothing. <laughs> and yet, no, the movies are terrible. Yet, I, 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 didn't, I didn't watch Let There Be Carnage, and I, quite frankly, I probably won't.
1: No, what, <laughs> what kind of casting is that, dude? Woody Harrelson is... Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you kidding me right now? No, man, terrible, terrible casting. Since I saw that, I'm like, joke, joke movie, stupid, waste of money, not watching it. And you know, you know, the other thing I don't like, I don't like Venom's voice, man. I don't like the fact that Venom talks to him and stuff like that. Like, it, it should be very limited in which Venom talks to him. I
0: get, I, I, I get
1: why they're doing that. Because um, they're like, "Hey, let's make a bad movie with bad decisions," and then is that, is that is that what you get? Because I get it too. Technically, I get it. <laughs> okay, no,
0: <laughs> you're going to railroad me before I say anything. Moving on. Uh, so, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, it, I'll say it's similar to something I saw in The Batman, yeah. um, where the bat like. With, comic, with comics, we get so much, like, narration, first-person character perspective, the thought bubbles. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like with the Venom voice, it's like that's the conversation that you'd be seeing in the thought bubbles. Mm-hmm. So in theory, I'm fine yeah. with it. I'm understanding how it got there. How they utilize it to make it, like, a weird rom-com, I'm like, no, this is stupid. Yes. Um, like, I'm not defending its execution if they can do it, yeah, if yeah. they do it well i'm fine, oh, yeah, for it. I'm fine just with, like i like just like if deadpool shows up in a pg-13 and he swears and he sees he gets like he, <sighs> like the mouth but like do it with the mouth blur or something he's like what the <laughs> like that why is that only happening with me yeah. or something like that that's the way where you can lean into the media yeah, i'm fine i'm fine um, with like
1: the voice i guess as a concept um but like I said, like but the execution, I, no. execution's terrible. Like it sounds, it's so goofy. Like the the the, it's all like a very slapsticky, goofy relationship they have. Don't like that. Not impressed by that. It's not venom to me. That it doesn't mean I hate it. No. I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna say it. I hate it. And and and, and but like no no no, I, I guess I am like technically like yeah, I'm open to the fact that like he, he could have a, a voice, like a, speaking to him, like the symbiote can speak to him. But I want it to be like a less goofy voice. I want it to happen far less often. I want it to be like maybe the relationship could be more like the, the symbiote is like messing with him and it's antagonistic, well, the thing. right?
0: Well, like that's the thing. Picture it. Like if, if the symbiote were on Spider-Man, like it'd be different where we like fans know the symbiote like can influence those behaviors, But then if you get that, like the symbiote almost being like the still like that still small, quiet voice urging the bad behavior and then what you do. But like before you eventually distill it down to like a voice and it doesn't have to be like this or whatever, like whatever it is, I can't do the venom voice. Um, But if it's like, say, Holland or Garfield or whoever Spider-Man, like who's got the symbiote, it's them, but just like doing it a bit. Like serious, like okay, no, this is this is darker. You should get him.
1: Yeah, yeah, write like, no. it so like the symbiote's like uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. like really getting into like his brain, right? And but then then later, like you maybe
0: you distort you start as that's happening, you start adding a little bit of an effect or a different voice to it. So then that way, at points when he's realizing something's wrong, like part of it is he hears a voice that's not his. Yeah, yeah, being
1: like kill him (laughs) like that there's so many movies where like people like the 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 characters have like (laughs) moral or or philosophical or 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 whatever like issue like like conflicts right that they have to sort of overcome and resolve right and they're plagued by self-doubt or something right yeah and it would and and in this case you actually have an opportunity because uh, the characters allow for it where instead of just having all this where you kind of got to show like for instance like the superman scene we described at the very beginning of the podcast where it's like you just kind of have to show that he's realizing like oh crap i really messed up i can't be doing this anymore a lot of people died because of me because i was careless right um but he does he's not saying those things to himself but you're showing like his reaction the sounds you sort of intuit it as a human being right and i think like yeah now with with Venom and Peter or Venom and Eddie, you have this opportunity to, to actually voice these insecurities, to voice some like the, the the that voice in your head that tells you you're not good enough or that you're doing things wrong or that people are laughing at you. Or, right, or, and
0: it's it's well, it's such- imagine if it's just like if you do this, you'll look awesome instead of like. You should bite his head off.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, like really, like show that the that. No, I'm not going to do that. No, you should bite his head demonstrate off. Demonstrate <laughs> in the movie what what these characters' insecurities are, the things that they're grappling with, and demonstrate that like this thing is taking advantage of those character flaws, right? And that like they have to now, like they have to overcome. Like,
0: oh my gosh, dude, could you picture Garfield Spider Man? Oh. Post losing Gwen mm-hmm. with the symbiote.
1: Oh no, but man, yeah, no, that would be amazing, right? And and um, I just, oh, that made you made me realize. Um, uh, you reminded me that scene where he saves MJ. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, yeah. that was
0: audience uh the audience cheered and that's again where i'm like testament to him as an actor Mm -hmm. like he no offense like i enjoy tom holland i think he's a very good actor Mm -hmm. but i'd still say garfield is the best actor of the spider-man movies where he emotes so well like he didn't overdo his crying there where you just see him absorb the moment but then tear you're just like, oh, my gosh, man. Like, I just want to give you a hug. I'm
1: like, dude, it's okay. <laughs> he's dope at crying because it's like you see like his, his eyes are just filled with water, but like nothing's coming down. But like it's just they're, – they're, he's perpetually on the brink of like his eye, like the water just overflowing and coming down his cheeks. But he's, he's not well,
0: – and that and then that moment where, like, even though it was played, I, I liked that they played it for humor. Where it's like, "You're amazing." He's like, "No, thanks. I really need to do that." <laughs> like that, I'm like, "You could do that as meta commentary because his Spider-Man is the one that's beat up the most by people." Yeah. Um, but then also, I'm like, nah, how many of us have been there?" Like his Spider-Man's the most relatable. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: oh, really? Is. Yeah, he's he, his Spider-Man's my favorite. It's the best one. Like, I, and I love that. Like when he lands, he's like, "You okay?" Right. And it just it's Yeah. It was oh man, it was so powerful, man. He and he Oh not really and I like that episode uh, that episode that uh that scene where um Ned's talking to uh to Toby and he's like, Do you have a best friend? And he's like, My best friend died in my arms after he tried to kill me or after I like, he's like yeah, we tried to go I'm just <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> like that is that is insane. Like and it's it's so funny how uh like toby and and i guess it's lucky that toby is like the oldest the elder one right because he's like he's so far away from that event personally where like you could tell for um um garfield it's very raw like that moment between him yeah. and it's, he, gwen like he's still very close to that uh but with toby it's been like clearly it's been like 10 or 20 years right and so he's just sort of like he he's, well, he rolls to the punches type of thing right
0: garfield spider-man really reminded me of um Like he was live action. Um, I can't remember the actor's name, but he plays um, Nick in New Girl.
1: Uh, Nick. Jake Johnson.
0: Yeah. He was Jake Johnson's Spider-Man from Into the Spider-Verse just in live action. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like the down on the luck, like the thing hit. He hasn't recovered. He's still like he even said, like, you're still trying to do the good thing, but you're I'm in a bad place <laughs> like, and I'm not, I'm not living up to like, I'm not who I should be. <laughs> and you're just like, Oh my gosh. And coming out of that movie, like if you told me I'd want another, like, of course I'd want, like i wanted Toby uh, Garfield to have another crack at Spider-Man. But now I'm like, yes, do that movie. Cause I think that's the one that you could easily introduce miles in. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Or, or, you, now you could do miles with Toby, but I'd, I'd rather miles with, I'd rather miles with Garfield. Oh, I'd rather um, Garfield
1: just be Spider-Man for now. I don't care about Holland. No more Holland. He's not as good as Garfield, more Garfield. <laughs> this is what we need. I, but, <laughs> but oh, like, what it? I want to ask you, I'm coming out of
0: this where I'm like, I want more Spider-Man movies, period. Like if you were like, we're going to give you an MCU Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie. I'm like, I'm down. If you're going to give me Andrew Garfield, but in a good Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie. Now I'm down. Yeah. If you were going to give me a mate, like Here's the thing. There's so many different spider characters that are points they want to get to, but you can't get to organically mm-hmm. within the same universe without like 50 years of continuity. This is how you do yeah. it. You got your multiverse now. You got your, th- your like 45-year-old Spider-Man, your 30-year-old Spider-Man, and you're now fresh out of high school Spider-Man. This is how you get uh, – like this is how you get – mayday parker spider girl you do that through toby Maguire's, like spider-man four where he's the mentor like you do that you get miles in the universe with andrew you and then you get to, then you get holland still figuring out who he is as your traditional friendly hood, neighbor spot hood, Spider-Man. And There's that's how we can get there. to the point. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, and that's how you get to the point where you can bring in your miles and your multiple people where, when we're back at the spider verse events, cause make no mistake, they're coming again. They're financially successful. It'll be run into the ground. It's going to happen. Um, like, but this is how you can do it in live action where it makes sense.
1: I like that scene. Um, when sorry that was my tangent <laughs> when jamie fox is like oh you know you're you help poor people you live in the bronx or whatever i just thought you were black and he's like man i'm sorry because <laughs> i'm sorry man. i'm sorry i'm not black man he's like it's all right <laughs> it's like, like i love that but I, I yeah a lot of people are like oh maybe that's a foreshadowing of, of miles right and i was like yeah that'd be right you know what
0: well, we had the we had the foreshadow of miles in um uh homecoming because um friggin' the uncle buying the stuff, like that's Miles' uncle. But the I find the difficulty of Miles existing in the same universe as Peter, like it's difficult unless they do it in the way they did like with the Spider-Man PS4 game, where hey, someone's tampering with spiders again and Spider-Man's been around for a long period of time. So he has this hype where if it's like, hey, I'm fresh out of high school like I'm a freshman in college now, and then here comes Miles, like sophomore year in high. Like it's too close together. It doesn't. It doesn't make as much sense. So that unless it's you build the universe up with them both already in it, um, it's going to be difficult to pull off Miles. I uh, we've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. I gotta go soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will quickly say I'm excited for the X Men. Me too. The thing the thing that I'm slightly apprehensive about is it's I think it's going to be difficult for to in a way justify the bigotry um, for that the X-Men experience because we live in like a post Thanos snap world where there's so many superheroes that are just widely accepted that it's not going to be wait no except no no we love them except for you because you were born with this like it's just going to be hard to get around that part but that's also something that's difficult in the comics now anyways but at least they've got the years of leaning back and then the baggage from when bad x-men have done bad thing. yes yeah, so when you're introducing it point blank that's where i'm gonna be like that's got, how are we gonna how are we gonna do that because that's a big part of the x-men that's where you could argue the x-men work best at isolated in their own universe when there's not everybody else has powers and it's like yeah yay spider-man <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i mean i mean i think like i'm open to um because you know there there's you can make the argument that like in a lot of the media we see today and a lot of stuff like that there's we're, everyone's very pro you know like lgbtq or like pro women's rights and stuff like that but then you look at like the laws being passed and stuff like that in the states and it's just like oh okay wow so the media may be saying one thing but we have actual laws that control our behavior that are saying other things right and i think there's this, this room there for to have groups that maybe you know it's maybe it's not the entire public like consensus the popular consensus but there are groups powerful groups people in power that don't want these mutants to exist for whatever reason right i don't know i'm not a writer i can't write that part but um I just, I feel like, Fair. yeah, but I, but I feel like they get, they have to sort of introduce that as a concept at some point before they come out with the X-Men movie, right? Um, like, they have to at least throw that in, make make people aware of it in, in another movie, or that this is happening in this universe, that there are people who are working against individuals with powers and stuff like that, right? I just don't know yeah. what movie that would put that in or how they would, you know, involve that.
0: Yeah, and then that that's where it just gets dicey where it's like people are all right with you getting powers later in life as long as like it's an accident that happened to you <laughs> like
1: <laughs> yeah because i think i think there's a lot of superheroes like there are a lot of superheroes but maybe like in with respect to like in the mcu with everything we've seen so far in 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 the earth that we're following there's maybe two dozen tops right um like or maybe even less less than 24 tops right like it's not like uh every 10th person or 20th person in the population has powers that they like they haven't earned or can't right. If,
0: the, ooh, right if they do it like if they do it like that where my thought was originally maybe with multiverse of madness like they might reverse M Day it um because listener if you uh Day was a thing where wanda was like no more mutants uh and basically then like the mutant population was uh more or less wiped out and it went from millions or i think around a million to just under 250 or under 200 Mm -hmm. um so maybe something in multiverse of madness or something will happen where it'll be like the gene has been dormant with people and then something happens that activates it so it's this sudden mass activation where suddenly them people are like i don't know who this person is and all these changes. Cause then it's the sudden change and it's people being afraid because we always struggle with change and we always get scared of that. So
1: would you, yeah, would you want one? Like, I was thinking maybe they could just open up on Magneto instituting this plan or something, right? Maybe my was like, we're going to bring every, all the mutants back. We're going to like reactivate this gene somehow. Right. And then you have like news reports of being like, Oh, mutant sightings, blah, blah, blah. And like all this stuff. And then you sort of build it up. But like, I was thinking like, that kind of sucks because then you don't you're not introduced to Magneto as a person, you're not introduced to his motivations, you're not introduced to his his relationship with uh, Charles. You're not, you know, it's just sort of a given, well, right? The,
0: that's the that's the other thing. The like where we where are we picking up with these characters? Because mm. that's the like that's the other difficult thing. With X-Men, if you're introducing them proper, like from the ground up, everybody's a mutant from the ground up going forward in this, then you can't have old man Magneto who's like has bitterness of being treated as a mutant for like surviving the Holocaust. And then is firsthand reminded of the bitterness and the persecution as a mutant because like, Hey, he's
1: a 30 year old man. That's an amazing origin story though. Right? Like, Holy crap. Right? so powerful. No,
0: no, absolutely. But then, so I don't know how you can get that with Magneto from the ground up where Part of it, like part of him being an older person, like you don't have to make him 20. But if it's just like I don't see it, how if it it it's where it's tricky, they're going to have to handle th- like this part very well because it's not like as much as it's just like the genes activating. It's also like, how are we doing the characters justice where they're still the same characters that they've been Or they're growing. You can see how they're going to grow to be there. But Magneto's bitterness at the treatment of mutant kind, like it can't just be there in his first manifesto when it's like, you've been here for like 20 minutes, dude. (laughs) Like I saw the last movie. That's when it started. And there wasn't even a time jump. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's, you know, it's not like they can use the Holocaust again because that was like 80 years ago now. Exactly, right. So
0: it's, it's going to be, it's going to be tricky. Um, and I don't like, I don't know how they'll do it where it's going to be like, <laughs> I can think of comic booky ways to do it, but comic booky ways don't necessarily work on the big screen where it's like in comic books, Batman, Bruce Wayne was killed, but his consciousness was sent back through time. And then he eventually came back from the dead. It worked on the comic book page. It wouldn't work on the big screen. And I'm like, Similarly, you could if you could do the old soul in a young body, but that would be a very, 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 very difficult thing to describe. And even though we're in a universe where we've had a lot of tough to swallow pills, that one might be the one too far.
1: Oh man, this is dope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Are you seen what I'm seeing? At a... Yes, I am. We're at a table. Hey.
1: Hey.
0: hey. Hey. i want to reach for that. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, we should have recorded the video like this and just done this as a video podcast episode. <laughs> just cool. us in front of this random backdrop. <laughs>
1: That'd be so funny. Oh, man. <laughs> Me
0: with a like, I'm not even a child. Like, you just see this little body, but this ginormous <laughs> head. I'm freaking Bobby. <laughs> At least you look like a person.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is interesting. Okay. Anyway, yeah.